Our lively podcast explores the stories that influence our life, faith, and culture. This space is an invitation to step away from the divisiveness that removes our humanity while challenging you to step into the stories, journeys, and experiences of our fellow humans. We aren't the left and we aren't the right. We are the middle. Welcome to We Are The Middle Podcast. We are your show hosts, Della Collins. And I'm Joy Brote. We are super excited that you are joining us here today. This podcast has been a long time coming. Yes, and it certainly has, but here we are, our first episode. So exciting. This show is actually a response to current events. Yes, but it's an opportunity to learn and grow. We chose the title we are the middle because we well first of all a lot of the other titles we <laughs> were taken because everyone and their mom started, started a podcast, podcast. <laughs> during quarantine yes. but <laughs> after a few that we were kind of circling around um we chose this one because there you know it's hard in today's culture society ideology to uh not you know live by the deduced terms of left right moderate all of these different things mm-hmm. and so we i love just the simplicity of like we're not only in the middle we are the middle we are holding these two sometimes conflicting um realities and and perceptions and processes and you know journeys all at the same time and so that's it's kind of a play on like not just a location but yes. a, a, um, a journey and a place and a kind of a, a progression of becoming who we are yeah the name really grew on us um, because we want to be examples um, as we were brainstorming like what do we really want to do with this podcast um, it kind of made me nervous because I don't want to be another, you know, someone that people just try to copy and be like and say what I say. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I want to be an example. I don't want to be a template. So the name We Are The Middle, it really did, mm-hmm. you know, grow on us. Yeah. And um, I think also the thing that we wanted to do in our podcast was not to tell you how to think, what to think, but provide a safe space for you to analyze, examine, and search your own experiences for why do I have this thought, this belief, this system. Um, And so I was like, I want that this to be that space. And uh, originally, I think we wanted to do like the middle couch or like something like that. Like We really (laughs) want people to be like, hey, here is this space where you can process because sit down with us honest, like we're all, you know, on so many different levels and developing our beliefs 
and it's hard to do it in a very polarized yes. world. It's honestly almost impossible to do it because if you step out and you declare your opinion, thought, or belief on something, the vitriol that you could receive from either side is yeah. astounding. And that really creates a lot of fear in yes. people. And, and that's been, you know, part of our experiences as well is like, there is no safe space for people to truly process, Hey, why do I believe this? Why, you know, why are these systems this way? You know, how did I develop these thoughts? Was it, you know, from my experiences, my environment, my childhood, all of these different things. Mm -hmm. And we want to be able to operate in that um, safe space and to relieve that fear. Yes. Um, and so a lot of our podcast is, you know, conversations and discussions on very different uh, topics, mm -hmm. um, but also using a method and tool that we call sympathetic introspection <laughs> which is <laughs> definitely a book term but it's a sociological term um and process to help develop our empathy for another person because a lot of the polarized opinions especially in the political realm ostracizes people um, and the polarization carves out the humanity in us and the fact yeah. that we all have so many different stories. Like there literally has never been one person or two people who have experienced the same exact thing their entire lives. And we want to honor the fact that, you know, what we experience inf influences how we think, mm -hmm. how we see the world, yes. how we operate in the world, how we, be what we believe in ourselves, um, and yeah, so we want to honor that and bring a platform that allows people to share those stories, experiences and journeys so that we can provide a space, a sympathetic introspection of placing ourselves in that person's stories to further develop our our beliefs. Yeah. And it's crazy because Joy and I grew up in the same house. But we've had very different experiences yeah. in our lives. You know, same mom, same dad, yeah. <laughs> same front yard, same backyard, yeah. same, <laughs> same street, school, same, same streets. <laughs> but like the things we experience are so different. Which brings us to our introduction. You might be wondering, who am I listening to? Oh, yeah. Can we tell you a little bit more about ourselves? Yes. I guess you're saying yes because we can't hear you. But yeah, let's. We assume you're saying yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we are sisters. We are two of nine siblings. Yeah. I'm number seven. Nine. You, got, you heard that. <laughs> you heard Somebody that, right. just hit their brakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my mama had nine kids. My mama birth. I don't know. That just that still amazes me to this day. Um, so I'm number seven. Joy is number six. She was uh, born right before me. We were born and raised in P-Town. Yes. AKA Pomona. <laughs> Some people say poor Mona, but I don't know if I agree with that no, because there's definitely every sign. <laughs> um, but I mean, technically LA County, mm. LAites. Yes. Anything else you want to say about yourself, Joy? Yeah. So we were, we both grew up in the same household. Uh, we are not middle children. I think that's probably, you might assume that we just, <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> kind of, but not. No, but uh, I'll be honest. I probably, I displayed most of the behaviors of a middle child. <laughs> 
my parents were having a great time being parents agree. and I came around and I was like, mm, I need to put an end to that. Oh, Lori wanted to <laughs> infuse some fun into our family. Yeah. He was like, all these kids are just chill. Yeah. My mom will tell me I was very difficult to raise. <laughs> I feel like we need to change that wording. Yes. You are a new challenge. You are an opportunity for them to grow in parenthood. Yeah. I was like, my parents are having too much fun. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, everyone thinks that I'm the middle child because I'm kind of the wild child of the bunch. I'm definitely the black sheep. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. We're all so different, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, I turned out to be the, like, quiet, observant, um, in the middle, in a way, kind of, mm-hmm. a peacemaker child. We have a lot of crazy stories growing up, <laughs> and I just watched <laughs> it all happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for another episode. I just watched a lot of stuff happen. But you were, like, you were very, like, all of us turn out very strong-willed people we all expressed it in different ways yes I like (laughs) I would say we had a great childhood yeah we did yes and our parents yeah the reason why we are the way we are today is definitely because of them um and the place that they raised us yeah and the opportunities that they gave us the books that they put in our house like Definitely little things that they did, even though they didn't like speak very intentionally into certain things and say like, this is what, you know, I want you to believe or this is what we think about these things. I can see that they did. Um, they provide a lot of opportunities for us to mm. be able to have access to like yes. education and different points of view and yeah, and the absolutely. help that we needed. Yeah, that was a huge gift to us. And listen, we did not grow up in the burbs like we grew up in a pretty middle to low income neighborhood oh red line neighborhood um and most of our neighbors were brown and black Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know my dad he was an engineer but um definitely struggled um you know with employment and things like that but he did give us an amazing childhood we you know, never had to worry about food um, being on our table. And that that was a huge privilege, you know, and they were both very involved in our education. Yeah. And all about the report cards. And <laughs> but all of my sisters, all of us, I want all of us are are very smart. I, m- most of them are. I'm not the book smart one. I'm more the street smart person. Because every single one of my sisters would bring home straight A's. And Mm. I would count it all joy if I brought home two A's. Like, (laughs) Mm, I would say, I wouldn't say you're not book smart, though, because you read a lot of books, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you just did not conform well to the educational system, system. which really doesn't say anything about anybody's intelligence level. Yeah. Oh, I had a love-hate relationship with school. Mm-hmm. But growing Probably, up, mm-hmm. love learning, love learning, hate school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would um um you know those book fairs? I forget the name of them right now. They would come to your school and like set up in your library and you get to buy all of these books. And I like loved that time. And so I would beg 
beg on my hands and knees like daddy please daddy let me just like get like a few bucks get a few bucks and like oh my gosh she was just like I fine we'll go and so I just remember this one time like we went and we spent $70 on books which that's the equivalent to like maybe $400 these days (laughs) it was a lot of money especially just we we lived on a budget and it was like I think I had like maybe eight books or something like that and um the end of the week he came back he was like what re- what book did you read first and I'm like first I read all of them <laughs> <laughs> and he was so <laughs> mad he never bought me a book from that fair again really? like, yeah I just I love reading like I just I would spend all my time reading and I I went through $70 worth of books in like less than a week and he's like obviously you guys the this is the first fine. time I'm hearing this story <laughs> there is and this is a testament to like how different your stories can be even yes. in the same house exactly yeah and my family we were one of those families that had all the encyclopedias, right? Um, and the brown, burgundy, dark burgundy. Yeah. Like leatherish looking bound ones. A whole wall full of them. Yeah. We had National Geographic. like Lots of magazines. Yeah. So like we were, and my dad, as an engineer, he would travel to different locations of where his company operated and do trainings um, and different projects. So he traveled to Singapore and Germany and like Taiwan mm-hmm. and all of these places. And, and so mm-hmm. our, we were very just blessed to have this like world perspective and this desire to like see the world and know the world and understand different people. And, and, you know, that really was a blessing in our early in our lives. Yeah. I'm really grateful that we were introduced to, um, like different aspects of different cultures, like even just food. Yeah, just being introduced to different kinds of food was huge. Yeah, being introduced to different kinds of like media. Like one of my favorite things to do on Saturday morning was to watch the Bollywood Channel. Yes, oh and that just <laughs> I was like, I wish I was Indian. They're so cool. Yes. Oh, we would spend like our Saturday mornings trying to like. Yes. Copy the Bollywood dance. Moves. Yes. Fantasizing about a huge yeah. Indian party and yeah. then joining the group dance. Uh. Yes. Oh. But I really do think that was a setup to like how we operate now and how you don't just get stuck. Yeah. I'm um, in a certain mindset. Yeah. And not to mention, but we are half Nigerian. Woody woo. That's right. I'm not going to do an accent because I'm horrible at it. But we are half Nigerian. My dad immigrated from Nigeria when he was in college, went to school for engineering. And so we have this beautiful black African family and heritage that is just it's one of the big it's the biggest blessing. And so that played into a lot of our environment and upbringing as well. Mm hmm. Yeah, I remember our cousins coming from Nigeria to visit and just the different culture they displayed. I don't know. It was just so interesting to see how they operated in the world. The confidence that they have, that's definitely Mm. one thing that stood out. That's so true. Which I hope we'll get to one of these episodes is talking about really the effects being the effects of um, like being rooted in Mm. your culture. Yeah. And the effects of like having no roots. 
you yeah, know, have that wandering. Sure. Where am I really from? Where are my ancestors from? Um, you know, identity crisis. But yeah, it's really, you can actually really see that. Yeah. And not only do we have cousins in Nigeria, like we have family, Nigerian family that lives all over the world. Literally. Literally. Like, if you did not know this, there there's Nigerians in pretty much every country on planet Earth. Like, we <laughs> are yes. very good about, you know, having little pockets of our... <laughs> Yeah, we went to London, stayed with our cousin there. Yeah, London is like mini Nigeria. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> My parents went to like a distant cousin's um, wedding in Belgium. Yeah. No surprise. Family in, Don't yeah. know why they're in Belgium, but yeah. they're there. There's a huge population of Nigerians in Belgium and Germany. And a lot of our cousins speak like multiple languages. Like m- almost all of our cousins speak two or, two or more languages. Which yeah. is kind of a default, I feel like, in any other yeah. <laughs> country. Uh, Americans got suckered out of oh good education. I'm like, the fact that we only know one language by the time we get through 15 years of education, like, what a ripoff. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. There, like, two years of Spanish or French at the end. We're I like, know. I learned a little bit. We can order, like, a beer in another language. It's, Yeah. <laughs> Friends, we hope that you are enjoying this episode of We Are in the Middle. Don't forget, we are on social media. So for more information about our show, follow us on Instagram. You can find us at We Are the Middle Show and and on Twitter, We Are the Middle underscore. Now back to the show. I hope you learned a little bit about us. Um, in our stories this is what we do all the time actually we just like <laughs> yeah reminisce talk about our childhood talk about our experiences and that's why this podcast is coming to you today <laughs> yes but we do want to tell you a little bit about what we will do on this podcast and what we will not do yes that is very very important <laughs> yeah so some things we will do is discuss current events Mm-hmm. The impetus for actually starting this podcast was current events and just like wrestling with that and all the messages that were being received out of the current events, out of how people were responding mm-hmm. to the current events, how people were responding to us and just like navigating through that yeah. and struggling with like conflicting feelings of like, mm. I should be grateful, but I feel really <laughs> weird at the same time. Yeah. Um, so we definitely are going to discuss that because it's very relevant and it affects our faith, it affects our life, it affects our culture. Um, we want to discuss ideas. We want to question the status quo and help you think about why you're thinking about what you're thinking about. Yes. Think about <laughs> why you think about what you're thinking Think about, about. your thinking. <laughs> yeah. What else are we going to do, Joy? Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean... We will do a lot of laughing. We yes. will definitely probably cry, just be especially sharing some of our stories and allowing some others to share their stories. I mean, our goal is to push us, um, pu- to push ourselves to develop uh, diverse thoughts and beliefs um, that we are entitled to have. Um, you know, no one is forcing you to believe what you believe, but you do have a responsibility 
um, to yourself mm-hmm. and to humanity, to your fellow human, to develop those thoughts. And I think that if you have the same frame of thoughts and belief networks that you did 10 years ago, oof, Ooh. <laughs> out. I, I highly question um, why, like what is making you stay in that? That That is a red flag because that means you are in an echo chamber and mm-hmm. you've been in an echo chamber for a long time and you're not exposing yourself to other stories and mm-hmm. ideas and experiences. Yeah, and other people and their stories and responding and changing your beliefs based on that, based on your interactions and based on like what you see and what you relate to. Yeah. We're definitely going to be making mistakes because we are human. Yeah. <laughs> Should put that in like parentheses. We yes. are the middle parentheses and we are also human. We so are also human. Be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at the end of every every episode, we will ask you to ponder the following question. Should I read it? Yeah, read oh, it. Oh, Okay. So the question, and it will be a variation of this question, not yeah. always the same one, but this is part of the sympathetic introspection um, that we want to engage as we um, go through our podcast. But the question is, in the light of hearing this story or learning these facts, what do I think now or what am I led to think, perceive, or believe? Yeah, so it would be our hope that this podcast would not just be words into the air, not just like random yeah. sound waves, but something that actually causes change and people causes positive change. Yeah. Um, so we're going to ask you to do that. We're going to hold you to it, not knowing if you're really going to do it or not, but we're just going to, we're going to have a, uh, High expectations yeah. of our listeners. This is a podcast where you, <laughs> well, you got to do some work. Got to do like, something. You can't just like blow through all the. I mean, you probably you could. <laughs> can binge. Feel free to binge. Listen. Yeah. I don't know if I recommend it though. Mm, binge listening. Yeah. yeah, like every episode. I mean, and it is all a process. So I we want to encourage you to create some space for yourself yes. to reflect on the podcast listen to each podcast maybe more than one time yeah um and you know really let yourself process processing time so key yeah 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 Yeah, that's our hopes um we also want to outline some things we will not do oh yes and that we hope you will not do (laughs) (laughs) please for the love of god our father jesus um we do not condone group think no we do not mm -mm, i'm over it oh we all get over it as comfortable as it is and as safe like you know as safe as it feels it's not really helpful Mm -hmm. at least not all the time you know it can begin to be really harmful and we just don't no we're not about that yeah uh I mean, groupthink is a tool of dictatorship mm. and fascism. So mm. if you can get a bunch of people thinking it's exact same way and then ostracize people for not thinking exactly the way that you do, then that means you're being controlled by a, a deeper system that doesn't honor the uniqueness and complexities yes. of human experiences. Yeah. Not cool. And we are not going to tell you what to think. 
No. That's just a huge responsibility I don't want. <laughs> yeah. It's hard enough, you know, figuring out like what I think and believe about things. And we are here to share those things with you in hopes that they will help you also figure out what you think and believe not to just be like oh well they said it so that must be right yeah like you also need to wrestle with those things yeah and i think there's a responsibility that comes from hearing other people's stories yeah and valuing that because what i think happens a lot especially in this day and age Mm. is we will hear a story and then completely pick it apart. Oh, let's <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> uh, completely just 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 disintegrate the value of their story. Or, yes. and this is part of the group thinking, apply a set of mistruths um, is our stereotypes yes. and saying like, well, then their story was influenced, you know, by these certain things. And so their their story is pretty much matched with any other story that comes out of the subset. And we'll kind of dig deeper into that because I know I'm being pretty vague right now. But, yeah, I want everyone to feel safe, safe in sharing their stories. But also I need you guys to promise that you will hold these truths to be self <laughs> That all stories are <laughs> felt equally. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta we gotta do the work and I, I and I wanna challenge people on that because um it's hard it's hard especially in our you know, just going through Twitter, going through Instagram and Facebook and like really getting clipses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clipses. Clips. Clipses. That's the word now. <laughs> We're gonna make up words. That's one thing. We're probably gonna That's do. another thing we'll do. Uh, <laughs> But clips of people and their interaction in the world and what they believe, think, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we stretch out this whole, like, perception of who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we fill in a bunch of gaps with our own, like, perspective and our own assumptions. That may not be the case. Yeah. But I really like the words um, hold space mm-hmm. for as, like... I feel like there's like a couple of phrases that we use that are like, mm, yeah. you know, I'm using this in 2020 phrase, but I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it really works perfectly here. Yeah. Like when you hear people's stories, you need to hold space for that story. Yes. Yes. You cannot oh. shrink or invalidate those people's feelings and experiences, no matter if you feel like they have received like the wrong message from what they experienced that's like irrelevant in the moment whether you feel like their um, perspective is wrong or not it's irrelevant in the moment like what first needs to happen is holding space for it and just allowing that story to just be there and be heard yeah yeah and we especially desire you know one want that for others we desire for ourselves yeah um yeah and let's just be honest like with the work that we do and just having platform having speaking out there's gonna be moments where you are uh either angered by something or there's gonna be a intense emotional reaction to something Mm -hmm. 
And you will want to respond to us or the person (laughs) who's sharing that story Mm -hmm. out of that emotion, out of that reaction. And I want to say we I want to value that emotion and reaction that you're having. Yes. But that is not some a a key to tell you that what you're hearing is wrong. Yes. That is that is a sign. That is an opportunity for you to take that and process yes. that of yes, why yes, is yes. that bothering me? Yes. Why did that make me react in such a certain way? Yes. Because there are going to be, uh, you know, some of those moments. Mm-hmm. We're going to say a lot of stuff that will probably frustrate you or make you want to fly off the handle. And the first thing you're going to want to do is hit up our Twitters. Share those our unprocessed Instas, feelings. And this give us a diatribe of... <laughs> You can Why? see us. We're wrong. We are grabbing the air right now. If you know what yes. that means. Yes. Ooh. Grabbing the air. Mm-mm. You're going to want to do it. You're And some of y'all may do it anyway. I understand that. But. It's okay. You're human. Yes. You're human. But let those instances be opportunities yes. to teach you to dig deeper, to learn. Please. And. Please. This is a, something that maybe we're not going to do, but I, I don't want you to do is if you if we talk about a certain subject and you have a friend or a family member or a co-worker <laughs> who definitely mm-hmm. has not does not hold those same oh, oh my God opinions as you. Please. And then you like shove this podcast. Don't do that. And their face. Don't don't weaponize us. Please do not weaponize us. Yeah, we do not want to be weaponized against. I know, people. and that's uh, listen. I've done it. I've done it. Where I'm like, I'm just gonna play this podcast while we're driving to lunch. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> loud. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, like it's very easy to do, but to honor other people where they're at and their yes. story and experiences, yes. do not do it. Hi, yeah. that's just one thing, one request that I have. Yes, yeah. everybody's journey is different. Everybody's baby steps are different. So do not assume that somebody will, you know, maybe it's a leap for yeah. them to get to where you are. That's not, you know, what you had to do. Yeah. Sometimes we got to take like little steps, little pieces of information. So, yeah, just. Yeah. Don't and they that. have to develop slow. It's baby steps. Like everyone's yeah. seen. What about Bob? If not, you got to see it. Oh, the my gosh. <laughs> It's, uh, it's like our family favorite. Like yes. when we get together, we watch that movie <laughs> and laugh just as hard as the first time we saw it. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Oh yeah. That's one thing we'll do. We'll have a lot of side comments. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Sidebars. Um, <laughs> anyway, sidebar watch. What about Bob? And there's a lot of good stuff in there, but mm-hmm. um, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> I can't help you. Oh, I was just saying like, um, like, I, I just want us to present opportunities to grow and learn within ourselves. Um, the baby steps. And take baby steps. Like, everyone has to take baby steps. And what my baby step will be is different from your baby step mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your auntie's yes. baby step and your next door neighbor's baby step. We're all taking baby steps in the way that we can take baby steps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So many things about that could definitely continue on but we're gonna leave it there yeah we're gonna leave it there i have one last thing though mm-hmm. i was just thinking like oh my gosh just about our title like we are the middle um and speaking into 
Della's doing we the robot are right now. First. We <laughs> We're doing a cheer. Are. Um just how like in tornadoes and in hurricanes, right? These huge, massive acts of nature. What are the most peaceful places? In the eye of a oh, hurricane. Yes. Okay, that's another thing we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> there would be a lot of Hamilton plugs, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Please watch. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Hamilton on Disney Plus, because that's the only way black people could afford it anyway. <clears throat> is <laughs> no, there's rich black people. We ain't gonna. Well, yeah. Us Anybody can. But I was like, definitely not gonna pay four hundred dollars mm. for a ticket. Pantages. <clears throat> yeah. No. Anyway, uh, sidebar. <laughs> but uh, yes, the the places of the most calm were in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the hurricane, in the middle of the tornado, and. 2020 has been a hurricane, tornado, Ooh. monsoon, Ooh. tsunami. Joy. And oh, preach it. Okay, go ahead. I need us to all come to a place where we can be a safe space for ourselves and others because we are about to ramp up into one of the most divisive, polarized elections this country probably will ever see or has scene and we need to gear up because yes. if we are responding to each other out of emotion and frustration oh, and man. anger yes sadness bitterness resentment all of it i'm going yeah, through yeah, all yeah. Of it. i know Listen, Mom. <laughs> then we will find ourselves further away from a country that needs hope that needs unity that needs beauty that needs kindness so we are inviting you into the eye of the storm. Yeah. We are inviting you because we need you to be a place of calm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and serenity when the rest of the world kind of rip us apart. Yes. Split us. When you know? Facebook is blowing up with all of these comments, we need, we need people. We need you, listeners, to be that place of safety to hold literally hold that space for people so we want to do that for you so you can do that for each other yes yeah well said Ooh, <laughs> jesus i ain't got nothing else to say y'all oh yeah i think that's a good introduction all right y'all it was good being with you and we'll see you next episode mm -hmm.